Is it started? Yeah. Hi, good evening. It's seven o'clock in Yerushalayim. And we're going to learn a little bit about the parasha Chayei Sarah. Now, the name of the parasha is Chayei Sarah, which I think might probably mean summarizing the life of Sarah, saying something, something we try to do from time to time when we're called upon to speak at a funeral. I mean, how do you summarize a life? We don't know that much about Sarah, and we don't know that much about how her life was summarized. But to start, we'll look at the Psukim. The first Pasuk, Pasuk Allah, something about the life of Sarah, meaning summarizing. What can I say about Sarah in a kind of phrase which would accurately represent who she was? We we understand that a lot of effort was put into understanding Avram Avinu, who he was, what he did, how he affected the world. All of this is taken up clearly by the Rambam in the beginning of Hilchot Avodah and also in the Mora Nebuchim from time to time. But Sarah did not have that kind of summary. So Vayicha Yesara means the Pasuk is going to tell me something about Sarah's life. And what it tells us is it tells us how long she lived. Well, Meyasheva doesn't seem to be 127, does not seem to be so remarkable. People lived into their hundreds in those days. So to say that I could summarize the life of Sarah by saying she was 127 years old doesn't really give me the understanding that I'm looking for. I want to know something about a person, something that might be emulated, something that we could strive for. I mean, we know that she was important. She, after all, had a son whose name was Yitzchak. And we know that that was something that was in itself remarkable, miraculous. And created the opportunity for Avraham to pass his understanding on to the next generation. But none of that is in the Pasuk. None of that is in the parasha. The next Pasuk says, Vatamot Sarah Bikriat Arba, Ichabron, and Sarah died in Kirat Arba. Kirat Arba, okay, the name of a place. We know where that place is. He Hebron is an alternate name for the city of Hebron. Beretz Kenan, in other words, the obituary clarifies where she died, but not who she was. By Abraham, the spotless Arab, and Livikota, and Abraham Cain, dutifully to the place of her, the place where she died, in order to 
make a hespade, a eulogy for Sarah. We could say that is external. That's what everybody knew, what everybody heard, whatever is it. And Lifkota and is something that was more private, more personal. But what did Avram Avinu say? Why is it that the Torah does not indicate to us what it was that Avram Avinu composed in honor of his wife, Sarah. Why not? Okay, let's look at the Rashi to start with. We just get... Uh... Oh, oh, just one second. Even though, you know, Rashi was thousand years later, but but Rashi represents the position of Chazal. And generally quotes Chazal. So here what Rashi is saying is, you know, there was this problem about listing the number of years that Sarah lived, 127. Uh, I mean, years are listed in the parish of Breshit, in the parish of Noach. Ah. And, and this way of formulating the number of years, a hundred years, and twenty years, and seven years, so Rashi says, every, every kind of uh, larger number is graced by the word Shana, which somehow is taken as not being regular. It's not what we expect, Lomalecha, in order that we should learn or understand, Shikolechad Nidrajlat small. that the thing about Sarah's life was she was a hundred years old and she was twenty years old and she was seven years old. So, so what's the what are you supposed to say? So Rashi continues to explain. When she was a hundred, she was like twenty. In what way? She had not sinned all the years that she had not sinned. Just as when she was 20 years old, she hadn't sinned. She's not punished at that age until she's 20. Even when she was 100 years old, she did not sin. When she was 20, she was like seven when she was 
uh, in terms of her uh, physical beauty. And finally, the word Shnei Chayesa which summarized the Pasuk, Rashi says, Shnei Chayesa Kulan Shavin Litova. They were all the same. So there you have it. According to Rashi, you have the Hespade for Sarah. She was always the same. Things never changed. She was like a hundred. She was like 20. She was like all the years. Kulan Shavin Litova, according to Rashi. So we have a position. We, Rashi teaches us that the way the Torah writes the age of Sarah and the time that she died, the way the Torah writes that is is the Hespade. It's what the Torah has to say about her. And probably, probably we know that Avram Avinu said something similar. We don't have to write it down. I mean, if the Torah writes down what her eulogy is, that should be enough. That'll do it for us. But I have to admit, I have to admit that I don't really know what the Torah is talking about, what the Torah means when it says, Ulan Shavin Litova. I mean, we don't know that Abram Avinu did uh, sin. We don't know about these things and we don't understand why it should be emphasized with Sarah. What was it about Sarah? So, 800 years later, the Svatamet came along to explain the words of Rashi. Explain the words of Rashi. Start from the second line, Ma'ala Gedola. We're going to go through the Svatamet because it's important. It's a great thing that Rashi is referred to. Liyot Adam Omeid Bitmimuto Imagine a person, a person who who never wavers, never changes in his devotion, never questions whatever happens. And that's called Omeid Bitmimuto, his perfection, his perfection in faith. In every manner that is, uh, that have anything that happens to him. It doesn't matter. Rich or poor, there are ups and downs in life. And if you can maintain, that's really something wonderful. Something wonderful that has to be, has to be emphasized. Vissara. He says, what happened to Sarah? Betchilat Yameha. Betchilat Yameha. Avu Alea comments by Nimchashim that she had difficulties. Beravon, she was hungry. Remember those stories? When she was 
uh, endangered either because of Paro or because of Abimelech. Ubisofia may have in the end of their days, Avram and Sarah Yala have called tooth. Velona Sebem Shumshi Nui Bikola Shinuima Edu. Nothing changed. They were I mean these things happened all the time. Vizema Amar Hamishna. And that's what the the Mishnah meant when it said the Mishnah Pirkei Avot. The Mishnah says they were ten tests that Avram Avinu was tested. And he passed. He passed all the tests. Since we know that Avram Avinu had this tremendous love for HaKadosh Baruch And the Pesach of the Navi says, Avram Avinu, that God loved Avram as well. All the winds of the world. Meaning, the warp and the woof of, of existence. Nothing is, nothing moves. But Ahmad bit me muto. So the Svatamet says the same thing is true about Avram Avinu. He didn't feel what was happening. Didn't matter to him that he was rich, that he was poor, that things were going well or things going poorly. All of that didn't matter. It's not it's not normal in, in our daily lives. Things change around daily. Abraham and Sarah. They didn't change. It was always good. It doesn't mean that they never had a challenge. It doesn't mean that nothing ever happened that could have swayed them from their path. It's just that it didn't. The path was clear. They were not, nothing, nothing, uh, 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 nothing changed, right? But only uba osher. It doesn't mean doesn't mean nothing happened. It means they were not affected by what happened because they had a higher truth that they were aspiring to. So so far, the Svata met is trying to explain to me something about Sarah. At the end of the Svata met, I'll get back to the psukim themselves. But you understand, he's trying to. He's trying to explain to us that faith represents a higher truth, a kind of truth that you might not be able to focus on. You you might not see it, but it's there. It's there, and that was that was Sarah. Uma ve'amar ke'shem she'hem t'mimim ve'amar the pasuk. Says just like they are tmimim, tmimim meaning 
perfect. These things are are perfect. The years, the years of their life was also perfect. And that's what Rashi means when he says a hundred years, like twenty years, like 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 all the the, the years of her life, Kihema Lemala Min Hasman. Because the way he, the Svatamet, understands the world, right? There's something called Lemala Min Hasman, something that is above uh, above time, Lemala Min Hasman. In other words, it's like the Zman that affects the change. I mean, you're living in a, in daylight, and all of a sudden it becomes nighttime. That's called zman. That's called zman. But they're lamala minazman. They're not affected. they the way they are does not change in the daytime and the nighttime. Kinyan shamruani meir hashachar ve'ein hashachar meiroti. There's a comment in the in the Yerushalmi. In the beginning of Brachot, I, I make this, the daylight come. And it's not the daylight makes me get up in the morning. Even though every day has something new to it, something new added, and new light, lower a zekere so you could look at the world as as a world of change, a world in which good and bad are intermingled, and sometimes you see one and sometimes you see the other. Very important notion of the Svanatman that there are tzaddikim in the world who live a more perfect kind of life. Perfection in service. That that perfection exists within time. Even though time says now it's day and now it's night, that things are changing all the time. Nevertheless, nevertheless, there are people who are not affected, not affected by that. There's something called freedom. And freedom means that you're not attached to that which usually denies you freedom. Nature. Time, Teva, and Zman. Right? These were concerns that the Hasidim had, that Hasidut had. Like, what world do we live in? And where did that world come from? And so the Svatimet says, the Tzaddikim, the righteous ones, right? Eight yochlu, eight kavua. That was a continuation of the pasuk. Elecha eretz shemalkach naar barboker yochlu ihanagash etachat azman. 
Some things we do that seem to be controlled by changes in time. There are things like that. So we live in that kind of world where there are days, days and night, the, the year, the changes, winter, summer. It's, it's perfection, right? Spiritual perfection. So there you have it. The answer, I mean, of course, uh, it's a systematic kind of answer. It, it's, it's the way he thought about it. It's the way Hasidut solved the problem. That even though we live in a world which is not Tamim, we somehow are connected to creation. And that connection to creation is Tamim. So, you see the, the last line underlined. Shorish is a root. Everybody is connected to a root, the root of himself. Yotavuk is he's, uh, stuck to the Shorish Al Yod, even though he lives in a world where things are changing all the time. And he's affected by that change. That you have an opportunity for Tmimut. You could be Tamim. You could be perfect. He called the Vasha Lamata. You have to remember everything which is Lamata in our world, everything that's in the world. Yeshlo Shorish Limala has a Shorish, has a root, is, is part of what goes on Limala. So everybody, we're talking about sorry, Menu, we know that, and Avram Avinu, but we also know that everybody has that opportunity because we weren't created originally the way we are today where the day and the night and the changes affect us all the time and we're not able to maintain a steady kind of way of being. And so he has a summary. Since if you ask me, what are we doing here? What's the purpose of everything that we do and whatever we say? You see, some people think, some people think that we daven in order to change the, the world of days and nights, the world that we live in, the world in which we are not able, we're not able to kind of deal with it. We're not able to really understand it. I mean, it may be that for a while, in a certain period in history, we are we are able to cope. I mean, it sort of kind of begins to make sense to us. Then all of a sudden, it's all gone. I'm not necessarily referring to October 7th, but I could be. 
This is what we do when we daven, is we try to get above the day and the night, try to take ourselves beyond what we see and where we are stuck. We try to get to the point where it makes a little bit more sense than it made. And so he says, this is the purpose or the of of Avoda of serving God of davening to cleave Atzmo to get himself into Shorish Elyon into the root of himself of who he is. If there is a spiritual aspect to me, then I can emphasize it and bring it out and deal with it and use Avodah Hashem in order to get to it. And this is what it says in the Posuk. And that's why Sarah was buried in Marat Amachpela. I mean, but she could have been buried any place. She could have been buried in any any uh, cave. Why Maratha Machpela? What does Machpela have to do with Sarah Shadarshuala? Zimamasa Devatikeu. A second Rasha Mavidrasha Nikra Machpela. So there are various drashot about the word machpela, which sounds like it means double. So medrash in ikra machpela, why is it called machpela? It gets double kind of reward. In the Gemara, we remember there's a machloket between two emoroim, chadamar bet, Patim zolif bizo. What what does machpela mean? That you go into it, and then there's another room. That's machpela. It's double. Zolif bechadamar. And another opinion is by etvalio that you go into it, and there's a an attic like above it. But everybody agrees. Everybody agrees that machpela means you get two for one. You get twice as much. Umistamish says, what if you have a machloket like that in the Gemara? It must be that both of them are telling the truth. The Yesh Gan Eden Tachtod that the Gan Eden, Gan Eden means a more perfect kind of a world. There's Tachton and Velyon, there's a Ghanadian in the world we live in, and there's a Ghanadian in heaven. Ghanadian itself is Muchbal, is double. Internal, external. Everything depends on our preparation in this world. He tries very hard to get himself to the point where you could say his inside and his outside are, are the same. 
ומשתוקק תמיד להתאבק בפנימיות ובשושו העליון. He tries all the time to get to the פנימיות in שושו העליון. כי כל דבר יש שורש למעלה. Everything has a root. I told you that the root is because that's the nature of creation. The nature of creation is that it's godly. The fact that we are not always in that kind of position is secondary, not primary. Primary is what the Svatamet calls Shoresh. He says, he says, we have to understand that, that even in the world that we live in, there is a kind of internal aspect that the real world is the result of divine this is a Kabbalistic way of understanding that the second Hey, uh, indicates that it's something special. It starts with a hey and it ends with a hey. That's what Marata Machpela is. So Abraham Avinu went to buy the Marata Machpela, not because he needed a place, because he needed that place. And that was the only place that Sarah could be satisfied with because she was able to maintain in her lifetime a steadiness, a lack of being affected by the good and the bad that life, that life offered her. That life offered her. And furthermore, etc. just So we see that 800 years after Rashi told us what Rashi said, Rashi said it in his way, that Sarah represented an, a, 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 a kind of a purity of emunah. And by that, the Svatamet said, Rashi meant to say, Rashi meant to say, a purity of emunah, meaning unaffected by things that seem to be at variance with emunah. If emunah uh, is, is the belief that I have that God's created world has to be godly, godlike, and I don't always see that I'm not always able to follow and I'm not always able to be that way. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, Sarah was able to live that kind of life.
that's the position of the Svatamet that we should take to heart and and think about. And the Svatamet said when we go to Daven, we're not looking for an explanation. We're looking to say clearly that we have not been able to achieve what the inheritance that Sarah Imenu left for us. And that when we pray, we pray to be able to be who we might be. Svatamet, all the best. Thank you so much, Rabbi. Be well. Be well. Be well. Thank you.